Well, hello there. Didn't see you there. And welcome to my podcast. I'm Dammy Griner, and this is uh, the life of Dammy Griner for the Griner's verdict. So today I was thinking about how people write and how people type nowadays. And I was kind of actually disgusted by the just the thought of remembering how some people type on the internet. It's ridiculous. And what exactly caused this? What caused us to stop typing and writing properly? Why do we make so many mistakes? Was it the convenience of the correcting tools that are, you know, pretty much introduced with pretty much anything nowadays that is technology that has internet on it and is supposed to be something to write on? Like laptops, cell phones, tablets, whatever, you name it. Or was it that people just stopped caring? I legitimately don't know. But what I know is... When we were young, me and the people around my age, so I'm 28 years old, so people from the age of, you know, from the 90s and, and 80s as well, we were instructed in school to do good when typing. And this makes me wonder, what is causing the people to do this nowadays? Is it that teachers are just not pushing kids enough to make them type properly? Or... Are just the kids not really concerned about their future at all and they just keep making mistakes? I don't know. I legitimately don't know. But it, it, it makes me concerned because these are some of the worst and stupidest mistakes I've ever seen in my life. And not only that, but I also think that this is something to be kind of like stretched onto the future. And we got to remember, the kid that's 12 years old now, today, in 12 years, they're going to be 24, and they're going to be probably in the front of some business, which makes me think, I don't want this person to run a business. I don't want, to, I don't want this person to be responsible for products of mine. I don't want this person to be a mailman who has no idea how to write my name who probably will make mistake filling out forms. I don't I don't want this. Sure, you can argue that there are still people out there in the world who make a lot of mistakes when writing. Of course. Even I make mistakes. We all make mistakes. It's inevitable. You can't get rid of it. But I try not to, and that's the difference it seems to me. Because I try not to make mistakes, and when I make mistakes, I like to go back, or whenever I write something, I like to go back and double-check that there's no mistakes from my part. But it seems like nowadays, nobody cares. Oh, I made a mistake writing something. Eh, whatever. It's on the internet, no one cares. The problem is this translates to books. This translates to notebooks. This translates to diaries, to journals, to whatever you want to write on. And that is problematic to a whole nother level. And I just, I would like people to pay more attention to what they're typing. I would like people to pay more attention to how things are spelled. It's not really hard. Because from a lot of things that I've been talking about here on this podcast in the previous month, 
if you pay attention to it, it's just a massive downhill decline of us going back in terms of intelligence. Instead of becoming more intelligent, instead of becoming more sort of like resourceful, and instead of becoming more prompt to succeeding and prompt to doing good and doing good things and be better, it seems like we're doing exactly the opposite. And I feel the problem for that, or the major problem for this, is it literally convenience. Because nowadays, if you think about it, everything is convenient nowadays. Writing on a cell phone is convenient because you have the correcting tool, which if you make a mistake, supposedly it's going to look at the words that are closest to what you're typing and it's going to try to correct it for you, if you so choose. But I think there's automatic possibilities as well to do, as well to do this. I don't know, but there is this situation, right? When you're writing something on inter- on the internet, on a blog or whatever, you also have the opportunity for correcting tools as well. But this only makes us more lazy and this only makes us disregard that sense of I need to do good, I need to behave good. And this translates to real life as I said before because look at how kids are acting up nowadays, you know. It's everybody gets a prize for participating, so nobody really cares about winning. It it has it has become just oh I'm there, I participated, I'm good enough. We are promoting a whole new level of ridiculously stupid behavior that is not healthy for neither our future or their future. Because these people are not people who will strive to win, strive to succeed, to be better at whatever they are doing. Right now, as I've mentioned multiple times on this podcast, I'm trying to do voice acting. And every single day I try to practice, I do a little bit of voiceovers, not ever, whether I'm recording or not, it's not really important to me as long as I practice it. As long as I have the capabilities of approaching the microphone and behaving like I am going to do my very best to do this. This is how I approach things. And not just for voice acting, not not just in a professional level, pretty much for everything I do. When I was 13 years old, practicing vocals for death metal, I was trying the very best I possibly could do. You know why? Because I went to an audition here with a local band and I sounded horrible, and it was awful, and it was humiliating to even go there, and it was in, they try to be nice, but I knew myself that I sounded like a chicken who was decapitated and wondering what the hell to do, and if you're wondering what how how does that make any sense? Because if the chicken is decapitated, then there's probably no sound because of the, you know, I'm sorry for the graphic images that possibly are in your brain right now, but I'm just trying to make an analogy and trying to explain to you that it is what it is, and that's how I sounded. It's a very particular sound that was just awful to hear. Anyways, I practiced. 
and I wanted to be the very best I possibly could be. Guess what? I reached that level and I became better every single day. I tried to do more and I every single day I went for practicing vocals. I was becoming better and better every single day I did it. And this led to plenty of reviews I got when we had the record or the record rather. But when we had the record out and a lot of magazines, webzines, whatever you want to call them, uh, just a bunch of things. We had a magazine reviewing and then we had a bunch of webzines because it's way easier to, you know, <laughs> send our record and them review it and whatnot. But basically, I became better and better and better and better. Never the backwards possibility of becoming worse. Because in life, doing things, it's not just doing things. Because doing things involve a lot of complexity. For example, if you want to become a voice actor, it's not just having a good voice. You, if you have a good voice, good for you, but there's plenty of levels to voice acting. You could be an amazing narrator, but you could be a horrible actor. You could be horrible doing characters. Although you could be an amazing narrator, like one of the greatest ever. So there's a lot of complexity to these things. It's not just like you snap your fingers and you go do something. You know what I mean? So it's like you also need to learn how to produce things if you don't have a friend of yours who, who's an audio engineer or who knows how to produce audio. You have to learn that for yourself. You have to do it so good that companies will pay money for you to produce your own voiceovers for them to use for their products or their campaigns or whatever. But this is what I'm talking about. This is the level of behavior that has not been promoted anymore. This is the level of behavior that has been on a downhill ever since, I don't know, 2010. Music has gone downhill. It no longer requires pure skill of music writing and comprehension. If you, if you, if you hear it, you, and you know anything about music at all, you will know what I'm talking about. I can guarantee you. But music has been on a downhill decline ever since 2010, for sure. I mean, I'm even willing to go down to 2005. But let's go 2010, because in 2005, there were still pretty good artists in the popular uh, industry. But nowadays, you listen to mumble rap, and it's like, they don't even speak anymore, or they don't, they don't even do poetry anymore. They don't even talk about decent things that are relatable. I mean, kids relate to this, apparently. If, the, if kids relate to this, then it, that's even worse. It's really bad. It's really, really bad. I mean, go listen to a mumble rap song with lyrics, which it's, it should be very easy for someone to get those lyrics onto a YouTube video. And go listen to that and tell me you think that's good for your kids to listen to. Objectifying women, abusing drugs, using guns, being high 24-7, not using your brain at all whatsoever, dressing like a Christmas tree. I mean, come on now. Come on now.
You don't have to wear the whole jewelry store to be cool. You could just wear a ring, maybe a necklace. That's it. These kids literally wear the whole jewelry store. It's like, what are you doing? Who even influenced this? <laughs> Who is influencing these kids to, prom- to, to do this? I don't understand. But I hope that eventually at some point someone does something about this. Because I'm tired of talking about this and never seeing anything happen. And it just doesn't get me anywhere. Maybe I should start listening to this myself and I should just get myself into the wave of stupidity that humanity goes through nowadays. I'll just have to be stupid myself. Hell, I am very stupid. I love stupid comedy and stuff. I guess I'm just woke, I guess. Anyways, thank you guys very much for listening to this one. And I'll see you guys on the next one. Bye-bye.